At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. into the green zone presented by BetMGM. I am Brady Cannon live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook here on a Sunday, this first day of August 2021. My partner Wes Reynolds is in downtown Las Vegas inside the VEASAN studio at the Circa Resort and Casino as we get ready to take you through the next three hours of in-game wagering opportunities and previews of actionable events here on this weekend in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. But first, Wes, let's go to Tokyo and get an update on the Olympics. Caleb Dressel, the Florida Gator, he does it again, and the fifth-ranked golfer in the world who hadn't won in over two years. Xander Shoffley is a gold medalist, my friend. Yeah, I'll start with Dressel, who's kind of, I think, uh, also along with Katie Ledecky, been the real star for Team USA in this Olympics. The swimming kind of takes center stage in week one. Dressel, uh, three individual gold medals here at this 2020 Olympics, five overall, two of them on relays, but... Only two other swimmers have had three gold or three gold medals at the same Olympics. That was Mark Spitz and Michael Phelps. So Caleb Dressel now in very exclusive company for Team USA. Really the leader overall to posted a world record in his time over here. So a very big meet for Caleb Dressel. And then uh, you mentioned Xander Shoffley. 
kind of had to hang on in a little bit. He was up. He was in control most of last night into this morning in terms of the final round, but had to hang on and had to par 18 to uh, hold off a hard-charging Rory Sabatini. Uh, the uh, the boy from Bratislava, as the joke is, with Rory Sabatini, of course, playing for Slovakia, despite the fact he's a native son of South Africa. But nevertheless, it pays off for him getting a silver medal. Rory Sabatini shoots 61 at Kasumigaseki Golf Club yesterday, and that is the course record. Uh, so you had a lot of 63s in this event, so it was tied by multiple guys. But Rory Sabatini, 10 under par par 61 gets him into a silver medal and that kind of seems like at least with the two olympic golf uh, matches that we've seen over the last two cycles you post a low round on sunday you can get your way into a medal and he certainly did and then for the bronze it was ct pan emerging from a seven player playoff in, in uh, at kasumigaseki to emerge as the bronze medalist of xander Schauffele. At about eight or nine to one, I think he was pre-tournament, and that's that's not going to now distract from any of the narrative, or at least uh, it's certainly going to give it even more support now that Xander Schauffele pretty good in these really short field events. You know, when you only have. 30 players or 60 players or 70 players. Most of his wins on the PGA Tour come in those fields, and this was only against 60 players. So Xander Schauffele does hang on. He is now the second in the modern era in terms of an Olympic gold medalist in golf, and Justin Rose, of course, being the first in 2016. So that also happened. And then uh, in the middle of the night, actually in the early morning out here, we did have the men's 100-meter dash. If you haven't seen it, you'll probably see it in primetime on NBC. Marcel Jacobs of Italy, who is about 17 to 2, is what I saw in the market, plus 850, wins the 100-meter dash. Fred Curley from the USA Silver. Andre DeGrasse, who is the short favorite, uh, wins the bronze for Canada. And then also Alex Veverev does win the men's tennis, wins the gold medal. Of course, Novak Djokovic was going for the Golden Slam. Doesn't quite get there, gets knocked out actually by Zeverev, the German, in the semifinals and also loses the bronze medal match, so not even a medal for Novak Djokovic. The season Grand Slam still going to be alive here in a few weeks at Flushing Meadows in New York for the United States Open, but no Golden Slam for the Joker. Yeah, you mentioned Xander Schauffele. He's really become a specialist in these limited field, no-cut events. I'd have to say he's probably the most successful player in the world at such of course, he had won the uh, the uh, Tour Championship at Eastlake Golf Club. Uh, he's done this before in these WGC-type limited field events without a cut. And did that figure into your handicap earlier this week? I know you guys were taking a look at this on long shots earlier this week, you and Matt Humans while I was away. And I didn't even think of that. But that's really the wheelhouse for Xander Shoffley is these type of fields. Yeah, I didn't end up playing in pre-tournament. I took a small piece in play after the first round. But... You know, my guys that were close were Paul Casey, Cameron Smith, Joaquin Neiman. They all finished in the top ten. Actually, Casey was part of that playoff for the bronze. Did not get there. Was eliminated on the first hole. But you certainly had to take that into consideration. And now, I think maybe this is going to be good things for Xander Schauffele. Because now, I think he gets the monkey off his back. Hadn't won in a little while. And I would expect him to go very well in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah, C.T. Pan emerging from that seven-player playoff, and uh, that had the had the likes of players like Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, and the aforementioned Paul Casey. This is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Sunday afternoon here. I am live at the Mandalay Bay Racing Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Wes is at the VEASAN Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino. Talking a little Olympics here, Xander Shoffley, of course, your gold medalist in the golf cover. 
coverage late last night, early this morning, and silver medalist is Rory Sabatini and then C.T. Pan getting it done for the bronze in a playoff. And as I mentioned, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, and Paul Casey, a few of those players in a seven-player playoff for that bronze medal. So very exciting down the stretch. And you mentioned Sabatini, West Boy, a 61, 10 under par. He really put some electricity into that final round. Let's switch over to the action on the diamonds. We do have games in progress in Major League Baseball today, and we will start with the Cubs at the Nationals. Adbert Alzale taking on Eric Fetty. The Washington Nationals closed as a favorite at minus 115 with a total of 8.5 here at BetMGM, and a good ball game right now. Washington hanging on to a one-run lead. 4-3 to three right now in the top of the sixth inning, Wes. Your in-game total has adjusted now to 10, and the Nationals remain a favorite on the live line at minus 300. Yeah, another home run for Ortega from the Cubs. He has two on the day. Rafael Ortega solo shot in the top of the first and a two-run shot now here in the top of the sixth. So gap is now narrowed, now 4-3 to three national. Just one out here in the top of the sixth. So Eric Fetty still in the game, 96 pitches. Uh, we shall see. This could be his last hitter with Ian Happ up at the dish if he puts him on with the walk. So Cubs have cut this lead now down to 4-3. to three. The Phillies at the Pirates and the Pittsburgh Pirates going for the sweep today at home and Kyle Gibson making his debut, a new member of the Philadelphia Phillies and so far so good for the pitcher coming over to Philadelphia. Six to one right now, the Phillies out in front, the uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates closed as an underdog once again today, trying to pull off a sweep and as an underdog in all three games, 130 was the price on the Buccos today, but six to one right now in in favor of Philadelphia, your in-game total has adjusted to 10. In the bottom of the sixth inning here, the Pirates at the bat trailing by five runs. Finally, the Kansas City Royals and the Toronto Blue Jays. These were a few of the early starts for your Sunday morning. The Toronto Blue Jays trying to pull off a sweep of, of their own here, as are the Pittsburgh Pirates. Five to nothing leading Kansas City. They pulled off a shutout on Saturday, four to nothing. Right now in the bottom of the sixth inning, five to nothing and host Jose Barrios got the start as a new member of the Blue Jays today, and so far so good in his debut for Toronto. The Kansas City Royals, West. this has been 15 innings that they haven't put a run on the board. Yeah, both Kellers of the starting pitchers in Major League Baseball having a rough afternoon. Mitch Keller already chased here in Pittsburgh. Like you mentioned, Kyle Gibson, five and a third so far, just 83 pitches, has given up three hits and one earned run, so... Uh, three strikeouts also with two walks, so an okay outing, but that's all he's had to be is okay because Philadelphia absolutely got to Mitch Keller. Speaking of Kellers, Brad Keller is on the mound for the Kansas City uh, Royals, but no longer anymore here in the bottom of the six. He's been chased from the game by the Toronto Blue Jays, 5 nothing early on. Jose Barrios has gone six innings, 95 pitches, seven strikeouts, given up just five hits, so it might be it for Jose Barrios here with such a comfortable lead, I would expect. Toronto going to turn this over to the bullpen when what looks like an easy winner right now. The Orioles at the Tigers. Baltimore was a side that you and I kind of liked on Saturday, Wes, as a small underdog, and sure enough, they did get it done. They went off as dogs again here today in Detroit. Plus 125 was the closing price at BetMGM with a total of 10, and that total is certainly interesting right now. We're in the top of the seventh inning, Baltimore at bat, and they are trailing the Tigers by two runs. It's 4-2 to two right now, top of the seventh, and your in-game total 
total has adjusted down to eight and a half. This is kind of an interesting situation. Obviously, we have about two and a half innings left of this baseball game. Your original total was 10. Now it's adjusted down by a run and a half, possibly an opportunity in your eyes, Wes. Yeah, and and I thought that this was going to be soaring over at some point. I think this was like three to two after the first inning and not really much doing since. Just one more run for the Tigers, but Tigers did take a little bit of the money today, close higher than their opener. Tigers only seven games under 500, so I, you know, they're kind of getting closer to that 50-50 mark. They're kind of probably going to be swimming upstream to do that, but they've been competitive, and, and look, they continue to get support in the market as there's not really many adjustments because it's usually like, oh, they're a bad team, so they just get dismissed, but a lot of sharper batters look like they've been back in the Tigers at least more often than not lately, and they've been getting rewarded. No, you're absolutely right. I was watching this game in the first inning. It was indeed 3-2 to two right out of the gate, and I thought we'd be coming on the show today talking about an 8-9 to nine ball game or something like that that sails over the total early. But if you had the over in this game, it's a little bit of a sweat right now. 4-2, to two, just six runs on the board. We are in the top of the seventh inning. Baltimore trailing the Tigers 4-2. to two. The New York Yankees and the Miami Marlins. Jordan Montgomery taking on Sandy Alcantara. New York enters the day 7 games back in the American League East. They went off as favorites in this game at BetMGM at minus 165 on the money line, and right now Miami hanging on to a one nothing lead. I believe they scored in the first inning, and it has stayed like that ever since. Now the top of the seventh with the Bombers at the dish. one nothing Miami, and an interesting price here, Wes. The Yankees plus 240 underdogs on the live line. Yeah, and Sandy Alcantara through seven innings now at 99 pitches, 10 strikeouts at for Alcantara has only given up two hits so we shall see how long they elect to stretch him we've mentioned even though the Marlins have lost these first two games of the series they've been competitive we know what they're doing down there in Miami the pitching is getting very good and they've got a lot of really good young arms going forward to the rest of this season and then in seasons uh, uh, beyond that but the problem is they can't really hit. They don't get a lot of run support, as you can see today. Just one run for Sandy Alcantara. I'm not sure that's going to be enough. So could see getting involved with the Yankees here because how long do they stretch this starter uh, who's been obviously mowing them down with 10 strikeouts? Uh, only two hits for the New York Yankees, one for Aaron Judge and one for the new acquisition, Joey Gallo. But nothing much doing at the plate for the pinstripe so far today. Good game in Atlanta. The Milwaukee Brewers taking on the Atlanta Braves. A rubber match here. Charlie Morton hosting Brett Anderson. And the Brewers are atop the NL Central by seven games. The Braves trail in the National League East by just four games. Atlanta saw the money in this one. Closed as high as minus 175 on the money line here at BetMGM. With a total of nine. And right now the Milwaukee Brewers leading Atlanta just two to one in the bottom of the seventh inning. I don't have a lot live line up at this time. I don't know if you have that one in front of you. Does Atlanta have something going in the bottom of the seventh, West? They don't they don't have anybody on and they don't and they've got one out here, so I have not uh, seen a major adjustment. It is two one in the bottom of the seventh for Milwaukee. And look, uh, now Atlanta finds themselves in second place, four, just four back of the Mets. So this is a team didn't do a ton at the deadline, but they're not necessarily out of it. And then you have Philadelphia. It looks like they're going to get a win today. They are currently four and a half back because they've lost two to Pittsburgh. And they looked like they were going to be the chaser to the New York Mets. So 
the, you know, these two these two teams, despite the fact that they're below 500, definitely not out of it here in the NLEs with the news that Jacob deGrom's going to essentially be shut down until September. The Mets did get Javi Baez, but, you know, I, I the general consensus is that the Mets should have done more at the deadline. I also think the Phillies should have done a lot more at the deadline, but nevertheless, Mets still uh, uh, up on top here in the division, even though they're not on top in this game this afternoon. Yeah, you know, the NL West, of course, is interesting with the Padres and the Dodgers and the Giants, but the NL East is also a very interesting race that I think is going to get pretty tight down the stretch. Atlanta was really the preseason pick by most people to win this division, and like you say, they are not out of it just four games back. Currently trailing Milwaukee in this one, 2-1, to one, and they are batting in the bottom of the seventh inning. The Indians are at the White Sox. Cleveland got the win on Saturday night. They closed that gap with Chicago in the AL Central. They now trail by eight games. Cal Quantrill got the ball today for the Tribe facing Jimmy Lambert and Chicago went off as a heavy favorite in this one. Minus 175 with a total of nine and a half and right now the Indians out to an early lead. One to nothing over the White Sox and they are batting in the top of the fourth inning. They're still an underdog in the game down to just minus 105. The live line on Chicago at minus 120 and your in-game total down to just seven. The Minnesota Twins and the St. Louis Cardinals, they are locked at two apiece. Michael uh, Michael Pineda taking on Adam Wainwright in this one. Bottom of the fourth inning, St. Louis is at the bat. Again, tied at two apiece with Minnesota. And your in-game total has adjusted to nine. This total closed pretty low. I believe it was seven and a half. And now up to nine and a half. It's moving as we speak here in a 2-2 ball game. St. Louis still the favorite on the live line, but down a little bit from where it closed at minus 160 and then finally the Seattle Mariners and the Texas Rangers going at it Seattle with the early lead here West trying to win this one and take the series this is a rubber match as Texas got it done on Saturday night as big underdogs Seattle went off as a decent sized favorite today and now on the live market they are minus 200 favorites two to nothing right now currently leading Texas this one fairly early in the ball game they are currently in the where are we here they are in the fourth inning, I believe. My screen just flipped on me here. I see that is in the fourth inning, is it, West? Do you have that? Seattle, Texas. Second second uh, inning. Bottom of the second, yeah. Tune up in Seattle. And uh, Seattle, right in that mix, despite the fact that uh, you look at this team and they're minus 55 in run differential, they are 56 and 49. They are only two and a half back of that that final wildcard spot, which right now would be held by the Oakland A's right in their division. New York Yankees in Seattle, two and a half back of that wild card Toronto three and a half out Cleveland Indians five and a half back two wild cards at least today in the American League would be the Boston Red Sox and the Oakland A's uh, you got to think at least two in the AL East are going to be getting into these five spots uh, and then for that one playoff spot it would be Boston and Oakland as of today but Seattle just somehow gets it done I mean sometimes you get and look we try to deal with the numbers especially in baseball more so than any other sport and look to really quantify certain things but some things do defy logic in sports and also in sports betting and it's the Seattle Mariners who've got some good young prospects who I think this is a team and an organization that's on the way up that's going to be improving but 
I don't expect you would you would think that they'd be seven games over 500 when they're minus 55 and run differential. But nevertheless, Seattle did take the money this afternoon, closed 150 at BetMGM. I think maybe not so much of a backing of Seattle. I think it's kind of picking on Mike Fulton-Evich, who's hit a rough patch lately. Yeah, absolutely, as have the Texas Rangers. They were competitive, certainly, on Saturday night. We talked to Jeff Stoneback with BetMGM on Saturday, and he talked about the book having some liability on those Seattle Mariners. And if you look at the division or the odds to win the pennant or whatnot, it looks like uh, they might be out of it. But uh, as you mentioned, just two and a half games back in the uh, American League wildcard race. Again, two to nothing right now. They lead Texas in the bottom of the second inning. We may have just gone to a break here as the live line has come off my screen. At last look, Seattle was minus 200 in that ball game. The Twins and the Cardinals, I mentioned the Cardinals closing as minus 160 favorites. They're now up to minus 185 on the live line with Minnesota at the plate in the top of the fourth inning. And that total has adjusted to nine. It closed at eight. And Wes, later in the program, we'll speak with Mark Borchard uh, at Base Winner. You can follow him on Twitter at Base Winner, a part of that team at Clear Data Sports. And we'll preview the Tampa Bay Rays and the Boston. And Red Sox coming up on Sunday Night Baseball tonight. And you talk about that American League East probably getting a couple teams for the wild card. That's another race that deserves paying attention to. For the first time all season, the Tampa Bay Rays are in first place. They've won three in a row. They've taken two straight from the Boston Red Sox. And for the first time all year, the Boston Red Sox are not on top in that division. They trail the Rays by a half game, a big game coming up later this evening. Yeah, and Tampa Bay is trying to sweep the Boston Red Sox at home for the first time in 2018, uh, taking the first two at the drop. As you've mentioned, it is going to be Shane McClanahan, the left-hander, going against Nick Pavetta tonight. Big move on on the Rays here. Is this uh, I, we mu- we must add a pitching changer? There must be an injury in the Boston lineup for this to go up to about 170, 175 here. But Tampa Bay seen basically all the money a big adjustment here on the Rays and of course we did hear the news over the weekend Tyler Glasnow is going to have Tommy John so he is now out for the season and these were two teams that really didn't do a lot they made some transactions obviously the Red Sox getting Kyle Schwarber from the Washington Nationals but he might not be ready for about three or four weeks nevertheless you would think he would be able to hit in that park and they always need a left-handed bat at Fenway but With the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, they didn't really get that top-end starter. They missed out on Barrios. They couldn't make a deal for other guys. Obviously, John Gray did not move from Colorado. So you wonder what what is going to be with Tampa Bay. But nevertheless, they've won three straight. Like you said, first time they're a half game up in the AL East. First time all season they have been in first place. And they've been seeing the money tonight for sure. Well, that should be a good game, and I'm interested in watching that one. I did put my money down on Tampa Bay. We'll have to see if we can find out why there is such a line adjustment there. I have not seen a change in the pitchers, so we'll see if maybe there's something else going on in that ball game. Also, the Texas Rangers are now on the board. They were falling to the Seattle Mariners 2 to nothing, but they now do have a run in the bottom of the second inning. 2-1 to one Mariners now, and the live line has been taken down. Before it was taken down, Seattle was minus 200 
on the money line to win this game. Certainly that is adjusted now with the Texas Rangers on the board, cutting that lead in half, 2-1. to one. Minnesota and St. Louis still 2-2. Two to two. Cleveland still leading Chicago 1 to nothing. Milwaukee 2-1 to one over the Atlanta Braves. Braves still batting in the bottom of the seventh inning there in Atlanta, trying to take that series two games to three. Miami leading the New York Yankees 1 to nothing, still in the bottom of the seventh there. Detroit has moved to the bottom of the seventh inning, 4-2. to two. They lead the Baltimore Orioles. And we'll get to Cincinnati and the New York Mets on the other side, West. That is the one game in progress that we did not touch on in this first segment. Your Cincinnati Reds with a lead currently over those New York Mets, 4-1 to one in the top of the seventh inning. Just getting started here inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Sunday, the first day of August. We'll be right back here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. season just around the corner it's time to get into betmgm sports nevada the premier sports betting app betmgm has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds specials and much more download the betmgm app today and stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada whatever your sport whatever your betting style you're going to love betmgm state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions you must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, checking in progress baseball on the Diamonds. Did you have any uh, plays in pocket, uh, or did you just do in-game today, Wes, or a little bit of both? Yeah, just had a couple. I had uh, Seattle and Texas on the under, of which that is now 2-1 to one here in the third inning, so I did play that. Also trying to hold on to this Cubs-Nats under. I played uh, under 9 minus $1.20. And, you know, now it's 4-3 uh, to three here in the seventh. Looked like it was uh, on its way well to the under. So uh, we shall see how this is going to end. But just a couple plays a day. This was kind of a weekend I didn't really get involved all across the board with baseball. Because I want to see how these new players are obviously going to adjust to their new surroundings. And, you know... On Friday, I basically, what all I did was kind of fade the market movement in terms of uh, the guys with the new teams, you know, because they're going to get inflated that first game out. So that's really where I did a little bit more in terms of the baseball card rather than Saturday, Sunday. I just thought that that was a one-night opportunity to kind of fade a little bit of uh, a little bit of, I think, extra line movement, shall we say, with with these teams. It's like, okay, like the Mets, you know, they got Javi Baez, so now it's a 30 or 35-cent move against the Reds on Friday night that I didn't think was merited, and it turned out not to be true. So, you know, that's basically how I've approached this, but I've been a little more conservative the last couple of days. This has been an interesting series between the Mets and the Cincinnati Reds, and right now it is four to one in favor of Cincinnati. The Mets were a big favorite in this one. Marcus Stroman taking on Vladimir Gutierrez as far as your starting pitchers in this tilt today in New York. And Cincinnati right now out in front four to one in the top of the seventh inning. And Cincinnati looking to cash in as a big underdog today on the live line. They're currently minus seven fifty. Your in-game total down to just seven. Uh, Wes, I know you follow the Reds very closely, and you're also very interested in that National League East race with the Mets because you have a ticket on the Philadelphia Phillies to win that division. What do you think about both of these teams? Does Cincinnati still have a shot? I think they do. I would have liked to have seen them do a little bit more at the deadline. They kind of just made some moves on the periphery, but I think that they were good moves in the bullpen, adding Luis Sessa uh, from the New York Yankees, getting Michael Givens from Colorado. So I thought those were sneaky good moves, but nothing that really is going to reach out and grab you. I think what you're looking at with the Reds is 
They just need to get some bodies healthy, and I think that that's kind of the way they're approaching it. We'll see if that's right or wrong. Reds uh, uh, took a tough beat last night, probably should have won the game and then gave it away at the end, uh, lost four or five to four in a walk-off. But if you look at the Reds right now, you have Nicholas Castellanos, who they're trying to get back from a wrist injury, maybe get Moustakis back before the end of the season. He has been out since mid-June. Alex Blandino has been out since early June. Nick Senzel has been out since mid-May. So just trying to hope to get some uh, uh, bodies really back. Now, Joey Votto has been absolutely carrying these guys uh, really over the last week, week and a half. So the Reds are still in it at 55 and 50 uh, right now behind the Milwaukee Brewers at 62 and 43. So they are seven games back, but I still think they're in it. But they need to inspire a little bit more confidence, I think, to their fans and their backers. Uh, right now, up 4-1, to one, Vladimir Gutierrez threw six innings, less than 70 pitches. So Vladimir Gutierrez has the good stuff, at least going so far today, as they lead the New York Mets 4-1, to one, bottom of the seventh at City Field. Just one change on the scoreboard, and that is in Detroit. And if you back the over in this game, it's inching a little bit closer. Five to two now, the Tigers out in front of the Baltimore Orioles. There was five runs on the board after just one inning in this game. They've only scored two more runs since. Five to two right now, Tigers leading Baltimore in the bottom of the seventh inning. And you talked about the Brewers and the Braves. There are two out in the top of the eighth inning here. Milwaukee currently leading Atlanta two to one. They are minus 250 favorites on the live line here, and that is just adjusted as it looks like Atlanta has maybe put an end to this eighth inning here and headed to the home half of the eighth inning, trailing again by a run, 2-1. to one. Atlanta now plus 175 on the live line. No total in the live market as that has come off the board. We'll come back and talk some more baseball, talk some division odds, and see if Wes has a liking in the American League East when we return right here on the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college football and pro football betting guides, along with everything that we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free trial all-access today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the green zone presented by BetMGM and inching ever closer to that total in Detroit West now six to two the Tigers lead the Baltimore Orioles this game closed with a total of 10 currently eight runs on the board in Detroit six to two in favor of the Tigers and your in-game total has adjusted to nine and a half and the New York Yankees have something going in Miami we were talking about that one on the live line West plus 275 
five looked awful juicy on the pinstripers there. That was in the seventh inning. We're now in the top of the eighth inning with one down. The Yankees have a threat going with runners at the corners, and Anthony Bass has been pulled from the game, so a new pitcher will be entering for the Miami Marlins as they currently lead New York one to nothing once again in the top of the eighth inning. And, of course, the Yankees reside in the American League East, what looks to be a very competitive division. We talked about this earlier in the program. The Tampa Bay Rays surrender, or excuse me, the Boston Red Sox surrender that hold on first place for the first time all season. They now trail Tampa Bay by a half game. They've lost two straight to the Tampa Bay Rays. And looking at the odds to win this division, Wes, the Red Sox are still the favorite at minus 125. Tampa Bay is plus 130. And then this is something that Kenny White spoke with us about on Saturday. The Yankees in the neighborhood of 10 or 11 to 1 to win that division. The Blue Jays at 16 to 1. And then, of course, the Orioles, the, the long shot of all long shots at 1,000 to 1. And I'm not sure that is long enough as they trail by a, a, a heck of a lot in the cellar of the American League East. But it is interesting with the other four teams there. And, of course, Tampa Bay and Boston will go at it at Tampa Bay tonight for Sunday Night Baseball. Any thoughts on where you might uh, put your money down as far as a division winner in that market in the American League East? Yeah, I still think the Yankees at double digits at 10-1. to 1, This was 15-1 to 1 before, obviously, they made the moves to get Rizzo and Gallo, but I still think even at 10-1, to 1, they would be maybe my value team if I were looking a little bit down the board. I think the Rays uh, ultimately are a little bit more talented than the Boston Red Sox. I think the Red Sox pitching is going to regress here a little bit in the second half of the season. Maybe not Nathan Eovaldi because he's been the most consistent for the Boston Red Sox, but the Yankees, I still think, have a little bit of value now. They still got plenty of question marks. That starting rotation has not been great. The bullpen has had its issues, but they need to get just some healthy arms, and they might get some kind of toward the back half of the season, especially if, when, if and when they get Severino back and for that bullpen's sake. But, you know, I look at these prices, and from a number standpoint, I would say the Blue Jays are priced a little bit high, but I'll go back to what I've always said about the Blue Jays. I think they're a 2022 team. And look, I like the move that they made for Barrios. Clearly, they're not giving up on the season. And they got a favorable matchup, obviously, this weekend with Kansas City, even though Kansas City had been hot. But Toronto dispatching of them pretty easily. And then, obviously, being back at their home park at the Rogers Center, uh, I think I, I think is really key for this team. They've been now in three different home ballparks at the spring training site in Dunedin, Florida, in Buffalo, and now finally back in Ontario in Toronto. So... You know, there may be a little bit of momentum, at least temporarily, that comes from that from the Blue Jays, but they're a team that I've got my eye on more for next year than this year. I just think that this division is so competitive. You've got two teams that have already already well over the 60-game mark with Tampa Bay and Boston, and you have the Yankees who made a lot of big moves and finally woke up and realized, okay, we need some left-handed bats in our lineup when that right field uh, porch in Yankee Stadium seems like it's only about 100 yards from home plate. So it's like, we need guys that can exploit that, and I think Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo eventually can for the New York Yankees. So uh, now the New York Yankees, speaking of that, Anthony Rizzo does tie the game uh, now one to one. And I believe it's now two to one here as the Yankees do take the lead. Anthony Bass does give up the lead. He is pulled. So still in the top of the eighth here, two to one now, New York Yankees with the lead. 
Yeah, Rizzo with a base hit to the opposite field to score the run that tied the game. And then Aaron Judge with a base hit immediately following that to take the lead. Two to one now in favor of the Yankees. And we were talking about that earlier. Plus 275 in the seventh inning on the live line looked like a good opportunity. And uh, it just may well be. Now we do have a review going on. Anthony Rizzo sliding into third base. Uh, I believe he was called out on the field. And they're taking a look at that one. They're showing two outs in the ballgame right now with a runner at first for the New York Yankees. Again, this is the top of the eighth inning there in uh, Miami taking on the Marlins. And it looks like uh, that call is confirmed. He is indeed out at third base. And I was watching the replay myself. It definitely looked like Anthony Rizzo was out. So now I believe it's Joey Gallo at the plate with Aaron Judge at first base and the Yankees leading this one two to one. Uh, The total is still in jeopardy there for you, Wes, with the Chicago Cubs. And the Washington Nationals, five to three in favor of the Nationals. They are batting in the bottom of the seventh inning. Philly continuing continuing to pour it on at Pittsburgh, eight to one now in the bottom of the seventh. And you mentioned the Blue Jays. They're looking to pull off the sweep here of the Kansas City Royals. It's the top of the eighth inning, and they're still shutting out KC. Five to nothing right now, 16 to one to win that division. And I'm with you. I think they're more of a team to bet on next year. Certainly an up-and-comer, but I don't know if they can get over the hump this year. Next year, they'll certainly be a team to look at. What about the American League pennant or the World Series? Do you have anything in pocket in those markets or a team maybe that you're thinking about jumping on here in the last 50, 60 games? of the season? I do not, but if I were to look, I think uh, perhaps the, the Yankees still have a little bit of value for the World Series uh, where you can maybe still find them kind of in the mid-teens because they're 10-1 to at MGM to win the ALE, so you got to think, and I haven't checked, you know, around 15-1 to or maybe to 18-1 to here to win the World Series. So that would be who I would look at if I was going down the board and wanted to maybe kind of skirt the favorites a little bit. But obviously, uh, uh, Tampa Bay, I know there's still a lot of interest in them. I'm not sure if I'm really a believer in the Boston Red Sox, so I would be more of a believer in Tampa Bay and the Yankees, at least long-term, for a World Series bet. And then obviously, if you have... uh, Astros uh, uh, futures, I think you're in good spot, even though they lost yesterday in San Francisco. You can still get them at about 6-1. to one. So those would be the three teams I'd be looking at in the American League. Well, speaking of the Astros, we'll shift over to a preview of that game in the next segment. They will be taking on the San Francisco Giants just after the top of the hour, 105 Pacific, 405 p.m. Eastern time. Maybe that will be a World Series preview, the Astros and the San Francisco Giants, currently leading their respective divisions, the AL West and the National League West. We'll preview that game coming up on the other side here inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up using the bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia and Washington, D.C. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. 800-889-9789 and in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. I am live here at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sports 
Sportsbook. Wes is in downtown Las Vegas inside the VEASAN studio at the Circa Resort and Casino. And we'll get to some baseball coming up just after the top of the hour in a minute, Wes. But uh, I just noticed there at the break, and I wonder if it's the same situation for you over there at Circa. The Sportsbook's starting to get a little rambunctious over here at Mandalay Bay. There's a big soccer match going on across the street from where I'm at. Are the soccer fans starting to pour in there in the Sportsbook at Circa? Yeah, we've had a few, certainly. And, of course, that's going to be a sold-out crowd across the I-15 from where you are at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, ironically enough, it's not football. It's football that's going to be the first sellout at Allegiant <laughs> Stadium for a sporting event, that being Mexico against Team USA in the CONCACAF Gold Cup final tonight. So uh, it's been sold out, too, for weeks. I spoke to a couple guys. I was out somewhere and uh, spoke to an old friend I hadn't seen in a long time. He's like, oh, we got our tickets the first weekend, and we were talking about how they're going with the scalpers. I mean, they're going for several hundred dollars here for this Gold Cup, which, which, which I mean, I guess shouldn't stun me, but it kind of did. I was like, wow, you can't get tickets for this thing. But uh, L Tree and Team USA, L Tree getting the money, and they've already gotten some of mine, and we can break that down later in the show if we like. But, yeah, I, I, I think that the USA has not defeated these guys in a Gold Cup final since 2007. And I think when you look at, at CONCACAF, that's kind of what they thought that this final was going to be. It was going to be Mexico and Team USA. So, you know, despite the fact that Mexico got some beneficial calls in that semifinal match against Canada, it's kind of like, okay, officials, okay, CONCACAF refs, the tickets are already sold, guys, you know. So so, so no need to worry about it. Uh, we know what final we're going to get, and that's the final they won, and that's the final we got. Should be a lively scene at Allegiant tonight. Yeah, and I'm glad we got that final. You're right. It should be a lively scene at Allegiant and a nice way to kind of break in the stadium, if you will. I look forward to that, Mexico and Team USA. And we will talk about that game a little further and break it down some more, find out what plays you like in that contest about an hour from now right here in the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. But uh, let's talk some baseball. We do have a few games that will get underway just after the top of the hour, 105 Pacific, 405 Eastern. It will be a couple of first place teams in a rubber match at Oracle Park in San Francisco. A whale of a game between the Giants and the Astros on Saturday that San Francisco ended up surviving 8-6 to six your final there. The Astros took game one of the series, so now the rubber match, and it'll be Luis Garcia getting the ball for Houston, taking on Logan Webb for the Giants. And here at BetMGM, the Giants are just a small favorite. Minus 115 on the money line, 8.5 for your total. I did not make any play on this game. I was on the under on Saturday, Wes. Of course, that did not work out. But, you know, I, I think these teams are very evenly matched, and I certainly could see them possibly representing in the World Series. I like the look of this series. I like both of these ball clubs, and I'm going to stay away as far as trying to find an edge. Yeah, this might be the spot to go back for seconds if you like the under, but based on the first two games, 29 runs combined between these two teams. So, you know, kind of a hold your nose, kind of tough to go back ahead and do that, but it looks like that's where the market is going, the under 8.5, kind of the getaway game uh, for both of these teams as they both will go on the road. Uh, you look at the two pitchers, and they're not the big names on these staffs, but these these two pitchers have been very good this season, Luis Garcia and Logan Webb. And really what has happened with Luis Garcia is relying a little bit more on his cutter. Hitters are hitting only 136 against this cutter of Luis Garcia this year, 108 on the whip, which is excellent. But they're only 9-10 and 10 in his starts, but yet Luis Garcia – 
you know, is usually more often than not kind of a decent bet because he gets so much run support. He gets about 5.2 runs per game in terms of support. So that's uh, that's obviously very good, and that's going to help you be effective as a pitcher when you don't have to feel like you're going to be so perfect because you know that lineup is going to hit for you, especially when they face left-handed pitching, even though they didn't get there yesterday, lost 8-6, to six, but certainly put six runs basically up against the Giants' left-handed pitching. On the other side, Logan Webb, been Mr. Consistency, 336 on the ERA, 311 on the XFIP, 119 on the whip, walks and hits per innings pitch is what that means. Giants are 11-3 and three in his starts, and what you've seen is he's basically gone away a little bit from the fastball. It's been kind of a sinker, slider, changeup mixture for Logan Webb, and it's been certainly very effective. A little bit of money on the Giants' side today. I think they open about 111 in the overnight. Now you're seeing him at 118, 119, so a few cent move on the Giants, and I think probably that is part and parcel due to the fact that Chris Bryant is in the lineup for the first time for the San Francisco Giants today, so uh believe he is back in the second spot in the order for Gabe Kapler's bunch, but that's why I think you're seeing a little movement to the Giants, but what I like here is actually the under at eight and a half. Uh, we've seen the two high-scoring games. Now this is a Sunday game. Obviously new guy in the lineup with Chris Bryant, so sometimes it takes a game to get going a little bit, and plus it's the Astros against the righties where they hit right-handed pitching pretty well, but it's not as pronounced as them hitting left-handed pitching, so I think an under actually looks like the play here. Anthony Rizzo starts a double play for the New York Yankees, and they finish off the Miami Marlins there in the bottom of the eighth inning. New York will go to the top of the ninth, still hanging on to a 2-1 lead on the road in Miami. And Kyle Gibson, a real nice outing in his debut for the Philadelphia Phillies, joining that team at the trade deadline. 8-2 your score right now in favor of Philadelphia. He leaves the ball game in the bottom of the seventh inning with two down and a six-run lead. The the Pittsburgh Pirates currently, if you want to catch six, uh, six runs on the spread here, plus 125 in the live market. Let's talk about the next game that will come up at 4.07 Eastern Time, 107 Pacific, and that will be the Oakland Athletics in Southern California to take on the Los Angeles Angels. The Oakland Athletics losing one to nothing in a ball game on Saturday. They maintain that five and a half game margin trailing the Houston Astros with the Houston Astros losing up in the Bay area to the aforementioned San Francisco Giants. This one features the uh, Angels once again as a small favorite. They went off as a underdog on Saturday, but here a small favorite today at BetMGM, minus 115 on the money line with a higher total of nine and a half, and it'll be Jeffries versus Detmers, a couple of pitchers we don't see too often in either rotation for the Angels or the A's, West. Yeah, two debut starters here this season. Dalton Jeffries is going to go up for the Oak is this because James Caprilli is now on the 10-day injured list, uh, a minor injury issue, so Dalton Jeffrey is going to have to take that back-end spot, at least temporarily. And Dalton Jeffries actually is a former first-round pick of this organization back in 2016, then kind of uh, blazed through the system, reached double-A, and then, you know, kind of hit a little bit of a wall in AAA, but he's still one of the top prospects in their system. Uh, very good command, very good changeup, but his struggles in the AAA uh, ranks this year have become the home run ball, where he's given up 1.8 home runs per nine innings. But there, there's ability, obviously, there somewhere. It's just kind of finding it. Meanwhile, Reed Detmers was actually their first-round pick of the Angels organization a year ago. Considered overall, I think it's by Baseball America, the number 56 prospect in all of 
baseball. He takes the ball today for the Halos to try to get a split here. 315 ERA, 15.9 strikeouts per nine innings in 13 minor league starts this year. But all of them have basically come at the double-A level. And he did have one triple-A game for the Salt Lake. The affiliate, he had six shutout innings, nine strikeouts, just three hits. So... Should be, there's some ability there too. Like I said, with Dalton Jeffries, there's some with Detmers here on this side as well. So uh, both of these teams haven't really been hitting here in the last few weeks too. So I think you're still getting a high total here, despite the fact that these are unproven pitchers. And obviously the market agrees, because I think this was 10 in the overnight. Now starting to see some nine and a halves in the market get slightly juiced to the over. I'd I'd love to have 10 where I can pay juice to the under, but I still think even at nine and nine and a half, because these are unproven pitchers, it looks like an over, but I think it's going to be an underspot here for A's and Halos. 110 Pacific, 4:10 p.m. Eastern Time at Petco Park. The San Diego Padres will host the Colorado Rockies, and the Rockies got the victory on Saturday, and the Padres slip a game further back of the San Francisco Giants in the NL West. Of course, Fernando Tatis Jr. goes on the injured list with that swollen shoulder, and uh, you talked about West. You weren't thrilled with what the Padres did or did not do at the trade deadline. Of course, they were in the mix for Max Scherzer. That did not work out, and now. Now you have uh, Near on the hill today. Reese Near on the bump for the San Diego Padres. Don't know if we've seen a whole lot of him this season. So that goes to your point about the pitching problems for the San Diego Padres down the home stretch here of the season. He'll face Austin Gomber and the Colorado Rockies today. But the Padres do remain a big favorite. Minus 145 here at BetMGM with a total of 8.5. Did you do anything with this one? I've got nothing here. I can understand maybe why betters are going to bet the Padres to try to see if they can salvage a split here. But I did say I was very concerned about the San Diego Padres. I don't think their starting pitchers go deep enough into the games. I think this was uh, after Joe Musgrove went seven innings on Thursday night. That was only the 47th start of the year for Padres starting pitching where a pitcher has gone uh, past the fifth inning. And that's not going to get it done. I don't care that your bullpen has the best ERA in baseball. Eventually, they're going to get taxed, and that's what worries me for San Diego. They did get Daniel Hudson from the Nats to kind of add to that and try to shore that up and strengthen a strength. But still, a little bit of concern for the Padres. And then you add the Tatis injury to that. Late money is coming in on Colorado, I think, largely because of that. We'll talk with Mark Borchard later in the program about 45 minutes from now. He was high on the Padres before the season started. We'll see what his feelings are now and uh, compare those with the thoughts of Wes Reynolds and that lack of pitching depth for the San Diego Padres. Next up at the changeover here in hour number two, we'll get Mike Peranio to talk to us from the Mandalay Bay, the director of race and sports as we roll on here on a Sunday inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.